Hello, and welcome to another fabulous episode of Retail Nightmares. I'm your co-ghost, Robin Leach. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Just Lifestyles. Kidding. Lifestyles of the retail and nightmares. Uh, <laughs> I is that that's a reference that people get now these days still yeah yeah Amber oh well I guess what we should ask the guest cats out of the bag I'm very excited about our guest today she's a first time guest I can't believe it's taken us this long to get her on the podcast she's a friend she's a neighbor she's a hilarious comedian it's Ember Konopaki Hello. 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 So you're saying you don't know who uh, Robin Leach is. That's not his accent. Jessica's got it much better. No, but I feel like when you explain it, I'll be like, oh, that guy. Is he from like what not to wear type deal? It was Lifestyles Mm. of the Rich and Famous. Okay. And it was just like, yeah, it would be like this mansion sold for eight billion dollars and guess who lives here? (laughs) Shaggy. Like it was, you know, like, (laughs) but I feel like maybe it was more British. Okay. I feel like it was a very 80s show. Like, he was an 80s kind of celebrity. But, like, it was kind of poking fun. It was sort of like a tabloidy style. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like something I would have watched slash would watch. <laughs> there were only two shows back then, so you had to ch- choose between yeah. that and yeah. MASH. I feel like that came on, like, at y- on YTV late at night or something. I just remember oh, the intro. Whoa. I was going to guess Women's Network. <laughs> I mean, I was always just flipping between those two channels. I was like, I'm a woman. I'm a child. <laughs> Not I'm a yet. Child, I'm a mother. Um, yeah. And then the, uh, there was like a pop punk song called Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. I know that. Yeah. Good Charlotte, I think that is. That song still kind of rocks. I listened to it recently and I was like, you know what? Maybe pop, pop punk is good. I don't know. It's back. Yeah. I'd, like, I'd be into it forever. again. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I probably still have all those old posters that used to be up on my wall, which I'm not embarrassed of at all. Mm-mm. Those were the days. And I know everyone feels that way. But like, oh, let's go back to like 2000. I don't know. I think like some things have gotten better. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I don't miss those low waisted jeans. <laughs> yeah, oh, my okay, gosh. Yeah. The two inch uh, inseam. I remember Cruel. just torturing my mother so she would buy me a pair of juicy jeans that were the low rise, like the fly is like an inch and a half. And they were so low that I didn't have any underwear that. Like, <laughs> yeah, because you're low. still wearing like full bottomed. Yeah. <laughs> I was. Like normal. Norm. I, and I still am today. But like. Yeah, me too. I had to go out and buy special underwear for these jeans. Yeah. And then at the yeah. bottom of the jeans, don't forget like the big bell bottom. I was reminded through like a meme, of course, when you'd walk through like snow and then it'd be like sopping wet until your ankle and you'd be like, I look so cool. (laughs) That look is coming back. Did you see Rihanna's like baby announcement picture? And like, I was like, oh no, like. I always felt that that was also like when I worked in stores at that time. That's because, like, kids didn't hem their pants. Yeah. <laughs> because you just wore your jeans right away. Like, people, yeah. like, grown, And you can't roll bell bottoms. Yeah. And grown women would go and get them, like, hemmed to a specific cuff that would, like, still be very long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's not a lot of stuff from that time that I would want to come back, but some of the denim looks I approve of. It is coming back, though. Like, I saw a thing where it's, like, early 2000s fashion, and it was, like, a little bustier top. Oh, shit. Those little, like, um, choker necklaces. I remember being bamboozled. Like, what are those that my classmates are wearing on their neck? 
That's something I never got into, those choker necklaces. The ones you know, the that ones? are like plastic? Yeah. I hate them so much. Yeah. yeah. For myself, like I, they feel so uncomfortable. I hate anything like I had them. touching my neck. But we weren't a lot like I went to a private school for from grade seven to 12 that had a uniform. And so like all those trends, we weren't even allowed to take part in. And or if we did, like it would be secret or, you know, we'd get caught and it would be like, okay, take that off. Like take off that makeup, take off that nail polish. And I'd be like, it's my only way of expressing my individuality. (laughs) I'm going to listen to pop punk. You weren't allowed to wear nail polish or makeup. Uh, You could only wear light pink or clear. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Wow. That's I'm shocked. I know that's still a thing. Actually, I do know that's Yeah. Which is ridiculous. I mean, I know that other places are not as intense about it. Like there is something to be said about wearing a uniform because I do enjoy the like it takes the decision making out of it. I would wear a uniform at my work if they let me so I wouldn't have to figure out what to wear every day. And what would it be? What would your ideal (sighs) uniform be? Like sweatpants. Yeah, like comfy. (laughs) Just like I should have been a nurse or a personal trainer based on like professional attire. Like I just I am meant to be in sweatpants. I'm a better person. I'm wearing sweatpants right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wearing a dress that's essentially like sweatpant material, which is Mm. a a trend now that I'm like, (laughs) what is the influence? It's it's like Billie Eilish and also depression are like the two (laughs) trends right now that have combined to make like, what if a sweat shirt was just full length (laughs) and like what you don't even want a waistband perfect that's pretty good yeah it's the best of both worlds um speaking of depression i look like i have really greasy hair right now but it's just wet clean (laughs) i swear i have the tendrils myself like the greasy don't get your curls wet but can't help but get part of them wet does dry shampoo work for anybody to me it's just like maybe it makes it look a bit better but it still feels like you're not gonna depression amazing but it makes your hair instead of being like shiny it makes it matte (laughs) essentially (laughs) yeah but I don't know do you enjoy it Alicia I once had a really small can of it from my hairdresser and it was really nice but I didn't feel like yeah like I would use it if I hadn't washed my hair and needed to kind of puff it up a bit but then I think that like those aerosols and inhaling them may not be entirely safe. So because yeah. I didn't really need it. I didn't like my hair is like more on the dry side. So it doesn't get that greasy. Yeah. So I, I skip it. I know lots of yeah. people love it, but it doesn't really do much for me. I've gone through phases. It wor- It's amazing. Like when I'm on tour for months yeah. at a time. And just like touching it, you know, like you're about to go on stage and you're like, I didn't have a shower today. I'm yeah. just going to quickly, you know, put some powder in my roots in the I bathroom. I think it can be nice, too, if you have like less hair for adding volume. Yeah, it, some yeah. of it is like a huge volumizer. Jay, yeah. Jay has enjoyed it from time to time, but it's really like you got to find the right one for you. And yeah, the aerosol ones, I mean, I, all aerosols are kind of evil inherently or sometimes the smell is so heavy like it yeah. lingers yeah. in the room and you're like heavy is the only way to Plus describe it's it a smell that you're using when you're not feeling a hundred percent yeah and then you associate it with like depression <laughs> i'm having totally. that experience right now like years maybe two years ago like i really love the smell of vanilla things not that sort of sweet and saccharine like body shop smell mm-hmm. but every once in a while i'll smell something vanilla like that smells like real vanilla i'm like i like that so i got myself like a vanilla and something roll on at whole foods and i put it on because it's almost gone and i now feel like that time 
Yeah. When I bought it, because it doesn't didn't smell like the tester. It has that sort of intense vanilla. It almost right. smells like the secret chai. I don't know if you ever bought that that deodorant, but I wore that for a couple of years and things were not awesome in my life. So it brings me back to this weird place and I fall for it. I made the mistake of I have a friend who makes soap like locally, just like small batch vegan handmade soap. And it's like it smells amazing. And I decided to put in a custom order. So they made like a like a lilac scented because I love that smell. And you can so Mm -hmm. like find it so rarely. So it was like lilac, but they could only find like lilac combined with lily of the valley, which was like really intense. So potent. And I I saved it for myself as like a treat because I had my tonsils out uh, a couple summers ago. And then so I was using that as I was recovering. And now whenever (sighs) I smell that smell, I just think back to like how awful I felt being so drugged up and like not being able to talk or eat. And and I was like, okay, that was a bad decision for me to (laughs) combine that smell in that time. Do you ever like deliberately do that though? You, it, like it makes me think of like a song or an album where I'm yes. like, this is my sad album and I'll always <laughs> think of it and remember this breakup or whatever. Like sometimes I feel like I like indulge in that a little bit. <laughs> I think a lot of people do. Yeah. My first roommate ever had a folder on her computer called depressing songs. And when she was like <laughs> going through a breakup, she'd like open the folder. Cause this is like before iTunes, even she'd like open the folder and play all the MP3s. And I was like, Oh no, Carol's on her <laughs> depressing song folder. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I almost listened to something today and then I, uh, was likey Lee. I never know if I'm saying her name properly. But I was reminded because I follow her on Instagram. I was like, oh, I love her music. And then I, the last time I was really into it was a very like sad breakup-y time. And I was like, I don't want to feel that way. I just want to enjoy yeah. her music. So I didn't. And I just listened to Steely Dan. Oh, I mean, can't go wrong with Steely Dan. Universally good memories, yeah. I do want to say, though, you can, it is possible to eventually like overcome bad memories associated with songs because I've Especially done it. Especially because the music is so good. Yeah, like some music can transcend the like shitty people it reminds you of. Like mm-hmm. me and the Gypsy Kings. <laughs> Bombaleo. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do a round of uh, retail experiences, nightmares, and yeah. dreams? Now that we've uh, done our, our regular segment, Olfactory Chat, <laughs> <laughs> let's check in on things at the Olfactory. How are things going? No, it's retail nightmares. Retail nightmares. And experiences. I like that it was like retail experiences, dreams, premonitions. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) fantasies. Can be whatever you want. Choose your own adventure, really, at this point. I love that. Everyone has a good story. Yeah, Yeah. or a bad one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to do one of each today. Oh, nice. So what sort of jobs have you had over the years? I just know you in your current position, which you've had for a long time. Yeah, like a decade almost. Yeah, I am currently a teacher, which in a way I could easily tell some nightmares and dreams and experiences because it is working with the public in a lot of ways. But prior to that, I worked at after school care centers. And prior to that, I served. Most of my jobs have been serving or with children. And you know what? 
if you ask me like at a party or a dinner or something, if I've ever worked retail, I always say no, but that's actually a lie. And Whoa. I feel like this is the opportunity to come clean about yeah. it. <laughs> Let's set the record straight. Officially. Let's set the record straight. It's pretty embarrassing. That's why I'm like, oh no, never me. No. <laughs> oh, it's perfect for the podcast. Yeah. So when I was, should I tell it? I'm assuming. Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> okay. on the edge of my seat. So when I worked, no, sorry, I was going to university in Edmonton and I guess I wanted a job. I don't think I needed one, but I got a job. I lived two blocks off White Ave in Edmonton and I got a job at a store, a clothing store, which I looked up on Google to try and figure out what its name was. (laughs) And I'm not entirely sure because it never made it onto a resume or anything, but I think it (laughs) either was Glam Slam (laughs) or it was the store underneath Glam Slam. And if you have any Edmonton listeners in like, who lived there in like 2004, please like DM me and tell me what that (laughs) store was called. And so Glam Slam sold, (laughs) I really associate it with like the, the brand like Ruka, like R it's spelled like RVCA. And like, it probably had some like billabong stuff, but it also probably had some like diesel jeans Mm. and like, oh yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if that's a good descriptor of the store. I'm getting a picture. When Mm -hmm. you said White Ave, I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, yeah, it was pretty trendy, but yeah, like I really associate with like Ruka. It was like kind of casual, but kind of White Ave chic. (laughs) And it was a mistake. Like, why did I want to work there? I think probably for a discount, (laughs) glam slam. And um, (laughs) I quickly realized that I didn't want a job because I didn't want to learn like the SQU codes or like how to merch things. And like, I just wanted to like stand around and be like, oh, you should try on that shirt, even though I was like not confident to do that either. Um, And I'd always work there Sunday afternoons with one other person and it was like dead. So basically I would just like stand there and we'd have like one customer an hour and I should have just not taken the job. And then they got me to work Boxing Day. What? Oh, no. Sunday doesn't prepare you for Boxing Day. (laughs) (laughs) Sunday, like three shifts on Sundays with one other person. Uh, does not prepare you for Boxing Day. And so they had, like, you know, all hands on deck. But I was useless. Like, I didn't know where things were. I didn't know how to ring people out properly. Like, I was just, like, a bump on the log. And probably my employer didn't like me. (laughs) And then I was just, like, on the floor, you know, helping people get change rooms or whatever. And this alarm starts going off and I'd never heard it before. And I was like, looking around, I was like, is that an alarm? (laughs) Like so (laughs) dumb. And someone had like grabbed some clothes and like bolted up the stairs and left. And straight up, I was like stunned. I was just like, oh, like stood there. I did not chase after them because what was I going to do if I caught them? Like I barely work there. And I was like, (laughs) oh no. And then a different employee like ran up the stairs, even though I was definitely way closer. (laughs) And then they came back. They didn't catch the person. The shift continues. And for the rest of the shift, I just like walked around so ashamed because... Like, wow. what are you paying me for? Like, I can't even stop. I'm not paying you to stop a thief. <laughs> You're not a security guard. Okay, and also, okay, like, okay. Yeah, no, this I don't makes think me you feel better. bad about that. Because, like, you also were probably never prepared for that if you didn't even know what the alarm 
going off. Never was. heard the alarm. I just was like, I just remember standing there, like at the base of the stairs, pretty close, just being like, shoplifter taking <laughs> like, I've things. Read about and, this before, and everyone's looking at like me, and I was like, oh. Um, and you know what? That's my last memory of the store. So, wow. <laughs> so it's like I would call it a nightmare because it's so embarrassing. Barely anything happened, but yeah, I'm pretty sure I like quit like the next day. I was yeah, like, of course. New Year, I gotta get out of here. Yeah. New Year, slam. New me, not working here. And like, yeah, the the bosses couldn't have been happy with me. And just stick with what to what you know, like uh, serving and kids. If their system has it so that you can walk down the stairs, take merchandise, and go right back up the stairs, they aren't yeah. merchandising the store properly. Yeah. Or training their staff. <laughs> or training their staff. Yeah. I had it as a manager happen to me. Someone came in and took a bunch of like things that just arrived. And it had to have been in front of me. And I think that like I was just doing a spreadsheet or doing focus on another person. And I turned around and like eight shirts were gone. Yeah. Oh, and man. it just happens. And that's business. And uh, we didn't, you know, we didn't have a security system. Yeah. Not chasing somebody. Someone came into the store I was working at and stole my phone off the desk. Yeah. So, like, it happens. Same store, someone stole my wallet out of the drawer behind Ooh. the cash. Yeah, Whoa. like, that is just part of it. And, like, one thing I learned when I worked at stores is that we're not paid to also police dangerous situations for X amount of dollars. And also, so like, true. there are people who are, like, pros at yeah. stealing stuff, and they are looking, like, looking around, seeing, okay, who's the least experienced employee here? Who's, like, the one who's, like, the most out of her element? And so, like, it was probably <laughs> not a mistake that it, you know, happened when it was, yeah. you were the closest to them. So, like, yeah. don't feel like you should have done something different, because honestly, oh, if I was in a position, me feel I would have so done much better. <laughs> the first thing I would tell people when they started working was if someone steals something, let them steal it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Guys, you were making me feel so much better because <laughs> I also was like, wow. So this person just went to White Ave on Boxing Day and did like a dash and like a grab oh, they and were dash. Working with know? their like, friends. Like the reason why they didn't catch them is because they just went right into a car. Yeah. And drove yeah. away or probably. threw it into a car. They probably hit a bunch of stores. Or it was probably just so interesting. Where to have on Boxing yeah. Day, too. It's organized crime. Like we would have it at, on Robson Street, and even like trained professionals would not catch people. Huge wow. security guards that did it all the time. Basically, security guards are there to intimidate people and not to catch people. And yeah. We would have thousands of dollars of stuff stolen every day sometimes. Really? Yeah, you just come in, people would like just steal a leather coat or, you know, and at that same time, you know, we made $14,000 that day. So woof. So yeah, it's all built in. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. I mean, that's one thing I did learn in that job. Just like I remember being there when they were like putting price tags on stuff or something. Again, not me. They were. <laughs> and you only there a couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> just seeing how much like the markup was. And then they're like, oh, don't worry. We get a staff discount. So we only pay like X amount. And me just being like, but you marked it up 150%. Like, Ugh. why is this marked up so much? That's capitalism. No one needs this striped sweater. That's what I picture. A Ruka striped sweater. The only thing I ever got my discount on was like, I was like, I should buy a nice pair of jeans. And I probably bought like a 200 pair of 
two inch zipper and it was one of those like raw denim where it's like it'll break in and then you'll never have to wash them again they'll be so comfortable and I was like I just never got through the break-in stage because I was like these are stiff and (laughs) probably too small for me (laughs) we literally could have been having you on the podcast every other month you've already like covered some of my favorite topics one of them being splurging on jeans that I was promised would break in yeah. And never did. Wore once to the Rio, have pictures of, have sold since. <laughs> I also like, I've never, I'm not like a, a pants person, really. Uh, I do have a few pairs of jeans, but they're usually, because I'm so short, my inseam is 25. Like it's not mm. easy to find pants. But uh, being friends with uh, former guest Kelly Ogmanson is amazing because we give clothing back and forth to each other because we're the same. She loves shopping. She and she, yeah, she buys clothes and then, you know, gets stuff on set when she's doing wardrobe fittings and stuff. But uh, we're roughly the same height. She's a bit taller than me. But the whole denim thing of like, oh, you never have to wash it. Like, if someone told me that, I'd be like, that's a lie. Like, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna wear something and not it's wash also it. Like, it's there's a difference between never washing and washing infrequently. And like, absolutely, because of the dog, I have to wash things. Like I have jeans that are just cotton. You don't have to wash them very often. If you don't have a dog jumping all over you, if you don't eat every meal at your fucking couch and drop things (laughs) on you, (laughs) everything I own is like covered in paw prints and salsa. That's nice. Yeah, it's like this sort of like, it's this weird thing where like white people are so rich. They're just like, we don't bathe often and- we don't wash our clothes and we're like, well, that is just like like an ex- extended version of the most privileged yeah. lifestyle I can think of. That you yeah. can go to work and be filthy. Yeah. Or you have so many clothes, you don't have to wash it. I, could, yeah. I never had a job where I could not like wear makeup and have my hair done. Yeah, that's like... For many years. That's the thing where it's like, okay, but... I like, was a model. You're not... <laughs> You're not cleaning your house. You're not cleaning your own house. You're not doing your own chores. So, of course, yeah, you don't need to wash your clothes. But I'm a slob also. (laughs) Like, I (laughs) I drop things. My goal is to, like, I is to like not eat meals in front of the television because I think it would cut down on how much laundry I have to do. Mm. Um, And I'm also a big fan of sweatshirts. And I have these three sweatshirts that I adore. And they're in constant rotation. And then... No matter what, I always get food on both of the black ones and uh, confessed in a Zoom meeting with people I've never met before that I had slept in it <laughs> as well. <laughs> I totally was just in this like weird zone uh, trying over to finish sharing. something. And just then I just overshared this like really fucking weird thing that is not normal for me. Not, it's not normal for me to sleep in my clothes. And it's also not normal for me to share like that. But I was so... <laughs> flustered by new faces i was like i slept in this shirt last night okay let's get the meeting started <laughs> hey what's the difference between pajamas and lounge wear like there's a fine line yeah. yeah today i went for brunch and i was like can i wear this pajama shirt like essentially a pajama shirt is just like a giant oversized t-shirt and then i was like yeah and then i was like i should try once in a while to like Wear something fitted, maybe. Maybe? Eh. I mean, I as I said, I'm like, no. If you're going to brunch, <laughs> like, I just say never wear anything fitted to any meal because yeah. that's not going to feel good by the end. Again, I should just be wearing sweatpants all the time. Like, I'm just, that's me. It makes such me. beautiful things now, too, that are comfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's such a variety of sweatpants. Like, it used to be, like, 
not something that had different cuts. And now like if you're looking for sweatpants, there's a million different options because it's not just you. And like a monochromatic sweatsuit is like trendy. And I'm like, yeah, wow. always. it's always <laughs> I think it, I think like the Adidas tracksuit is always a classic. Any the only thing that I like don't and has come back that I struggle with sometimes is I although I've seen really nice ones is the velour uh, <laughs> matching set. And I had I definitely had that happen <sighs> for me during the I want early to 2000s. get a velour tracksuit with a friend so like we can wear it yeah. or like oh. a partner so it's like a statement yeah <laughs> you should get kelly and jessica to get matching ones and they can flank yes. you yeah where you because you're like the height difference would be very very Your cute bodyguards yeah um, yeah that would be so cute yeah. it would be like a chaz tenenbaum with his two sons yeah it was like it's a, that is a a vibe that we should all aim for like it just looks let's, great people look at me that I mean, that's, that movie's beautiful. I was obsessed with Adidas tracksuits for most of the 90s. <laughs> like, I, in early <laughs> 2000s, I would say, like, I had I had a matching set that I got through my ballet school. So not only oh. did it have, like, the Adidas logo and, like, stripes, it also had, like, the logo for my ballet school, which I eventually, after I stopped doing ballet, picked the whole thing off, <laughs> and it just peeled off perfectly. So I was like, hey, I don't have to feel like... I should be doing ballet when I wear this. It's great. And then, oh, tearaways. Are tearaways back yet? Yeah, I think so. Probably. Mm. I never I never had tearaways. And part of that was probably being afraid people would tear them away, like in oh, grade four. Yeah. I've had some horrible nightmare uh, memories <laughs> that I'll never forget where it, someone's like, one of your snaps is undone. And you could like see my underwear. And I was like, well, I'll never forget this. And I, I also don't find the fabric comfortable and it always like whatever my proportions are between like my crotch and my waist, there's always way too much fabric on a lot mm. of these things. And, uh, mm-hmm. pant tent pants. Yeah. Pants tent. I wear pant jogging tent. pants a lot, but they don't think the ones that I have are particularly nice. My most recent pair. And I just feel like 75 years old whenever I walk the dog. Um, yeah. I got to change that. Yeah. Let's get at your closet. I'm excited to. I'll take right anything now. you want to give me. <laughs> I know that I your style a, is beautiful. I have a little Instagram uh, group I can add you to. Ooh, please yeah. do. Because actually, right over there, I'm looking at it. Your bookshelf that I oh, bought Oh, yeah. From I love it. I it's know that nice your style piece. is There was a time a little while yeah. ago where I was like, you know what I really need is a bookshelf. And I thought about <laughs> our exchange and I like laughed so hard. I'm like, you had one. And Amber has it now. I'm such a fan <laughs> of like going to friends before you buy anything new or before you start looking for something because nine times out of ten like they have it i was helping former guest essay otawo uh organize her place and ember came over to drop off groceries uh because essay is incapacitated right now with a leg injury i just listened to her stop podcasting yourself episode which was excellent if you haven't listened to it listen to it go and i just didn't i didn't realize she had surgery yeah like at the beginning beginning of the year but like Mm -hmm. Essay needs side tables. And Ember was like, I have some side tables in storage. And I'm like, magic. And also because people aren't really often going to each other's spaces right now. Yeah, I think that's why I have such a pile up is that I usually Mm -hmm. have this like, and I've also kind of outgrown my friend's size range. Like I'm in a bigger size size range now and I don't have people to share Mm -hmm. my clothes with. So I'm like, Alicia, I feel, I mean, I haven't seen you in person for like two years, but I feel like we might be similar sizes. 
I'm maybe some taller. of my things would, would work. I'll add you to the group. Let's whip it out <laughs> on Zoom. Mm-hmm. I have like an ex- <laughs> a retail experience, a retail nightmare, and a retail dream. Should I yes. launch into them? Let's hear, yeah. Please. Okay, so I'm going to start with the experience. Then I'm going to do the nightmare, and then I'm going to a- end with the dream, which is also very funny. Okay. Uh, so I went to the counter protest last weekend for Good the uh, white nationalist uh, fucking trucker bullshit. And um, I was scared to go because I've been like locked in the house for two years. Uh, vaccine status up until now was dodgy. Now I've got, I'm all boosted. There's protests I would have rather gone to, to be honest. I would have rather mm-hmm. stood shoulder to shoulder at BLM and a variety of other things. But trucker convoy it was graham clark has said he's going to go check it out and i was like well i'm not gonna let him go by himself he's my best friend and he had made a sign (laughs) and it said go truckers and i was like that's so funny (laughs) so i made a sign but i couldn't commit to just one slogan so there's four different (laughs) slogans and i made a lot of people laugh because i was like it's too many words (laughs) and uh one thing that was good about going was I realized I'd had like so much anger and frustration and fear pent up around this kind of culture uh, mm-hmm. of anti-vaxxers and QAnon people. Hank just growled when I said anti-vaxxer. You've trained um, him well. Yeah. And like, obviously, like we all know that this is not what it is. It's not about vaccines. It's about letting our most vulnerable people die because white supremacists want that. <laughs> so yeah, um, fuck them. <laughs> It was good. And like there was camaraderie, uh, former guest Morgan Brayton was there dressed as a clown. She's a fiery, fiery uh, counter protester. I felt this like huge wave of energy shift and not to get too like woo on everyone, but it needed to move and it felt really good. And then there was a really big kind of crash uh, afterwards, uh, but worth it. And as uh, we were walking back towards our neighborhood, Graham needed to get something at the dollar store. And uh, we got that. And it's just as we were walking out, there was this huge convoy supporter unmasked wearing, uh, just trying to buy up all of the Canada flags. And it was really funny because it's the dollar store. So they're like really dinky Canada flags. And he, we had already just like stopped somebody from honking outside of the protest and like disrupting construction workers because he was honking at a counter protester. But what he was really doing was full honking in front of a woman that was directing traffic. And it was great. We're just like, shut the fuck up. What the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Like, she's trying to work here. Like, we're we're fired up. And uh, then we're leaving the store and we see this guy without his mask. And we had that moment where like, oh, do we have to keep yelling at people? And I was like, no, (laughs) like the staff has, has it under control. I almost never see anyone unmasked anywhere inside stores and like kind of just knowing like to not to choose your battles uh not get into it with a six foot six tall shit eating Mm. like redneck racist at the dollar store the staff had it under control he was going to be in and out and it was just like a moment like where i was like okay it's not gonna change this guy's mind you're just gonna make everything worse for people so it was my experience and then the next day, I had to go to Shoppers Drug Mart. I can't remember why, but I remember it was important. But once <laughs> I got in there, I was so tired from the day before from yelling nonstop. 
But I was just kind of in a daze wandering around and I was like, do I need a blackhead remover? Yes, I do. I found out, <laughs> yes, you do. Found out later that like it was not a smooth edge and I tore some skin on my face oh, and I was no. like, okay, so I'll never use that again. I put it immediately back in the box and kept the receipt, but I'm too ashamed to return it. That's so scary. <laughs> yeah, I thought it would be like gentle. But it's like a cheese grater for your face. Yeah, it's not good. There's two models. I went for the one that I thought would be easier to use. Abrasive. And I also like haven't had like my mustache waxed or my eyebrows done since the beginning of this and could use some help. So I'm staring at the wax strips, but I'm staring far away because a customer is like on the phone with another shopper's drug mart looking for, I think it's kind of like um, a, not electrolysis. Yeah, some sort of like device that helps you remove facial hair. But it's sold out and it's on sale for $3 off. It's important that you know that it was just $3 off. It wasn't being liquidated. It wasn't an expensive purchase. It was like usually $34. It was on for $29.99 or something. And um, I just made the weirdest burping noise because all I do is drink fizzy water. Um, <laughs> Me too. So Cheers she's on the that. phone and she's being a real uh, see you next Tuesday. And... Uh, the person at the other shoppers on Main Street is like, well, the person at the store there can order it for you. And she's like, well, they didn't tell me that. This is terrible service. And every yeah. single person around her that's working at shoppers is working their ass off. And not everyone knows store policies, but she's like as loudly as possible, like trying to shame like the store worker. In a different shoppers. <laughs> like that's so Yeah. And it's like, weird. well, you could have asked, if, is there a way that you can order this for me? Can I order it online? Like, there's, you can ask, too. Mm-hmm. They're, like, unpacking hundreds of products to They're refill. They're not hiding it from you on purpose. Yeah. yeah and you were probably rude to them, too, and they just wanted <laughs> yeah. the transaction to be over. And I want to look at the wax strips. I don't understand how they work. I want to <laughs> rip skin off my face accidentally. Uh, and her friend came up to her and was like, what's going on? And then she told her friend what's going on. I could see her friend was just like, Ah, this is not, uh, you're being bad anymore. Yeah. There was just a real (laughs) moment. Uh, so that was my retail nightmare. And then my retail dream is I took my jeans that I, that ripped before Christmas to the tailor finally. And she's didn't want to write me a receipt. She's just this older, she's a senior and she runs a dry cleaner nearby and I'd never been in before. And I was carrying a plant that I got at home Depot and on my way home, I was absolutely had to get these jeans fixed because they only have like two pairs of jeans that I wear. So it's pouring rain. I'm carrying a giant tree <laughs> and I ho- give her my jeans and she looks at it. And she's like, this is like, it's like $5. Like, I'm not even going to bother writing a receipt because I just, I lose money. <laughs> so <laughs> she said, just come back tomorrow and get them. And she's like, are you sure you don't want to leave your plant here? And I was like, no. And I took my plant to the, the Vietnamese restaurant like it was my date. And it sat <laughs> like across from me. Put it on the chair across from you. You're feeding it? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, you're roll. so cute. And like, I just was so hungry. I'd been at the dentist. Like, I needed to get these things done. I know it looked weird to bring a plant to the restaurant. And I was like, forget it. And then I overheard a guy at the restaurant say, talking about this waterfall that he'd been to. And this other friend was like, oh, I love that waterfall. I took a shit in it. (laughs) (laughs) So it was a great day. And I forgot to go back and get my jeans. And like, I went back today and I had Hank. And so Hank is even worse than a tree. Like Hank, (laughs) Hank is like absolute evidence that my life is out of control because any new experience for him is like so exciting. And we're in the dry cleaner. I ask if it's okay to bring him in. 
and he just wants to meet her so badly and she is not interested at all and she looks at me she's like you're the pants person i was like that's me and she hands it to me she's and she says it's like nothing she's like it's like five dollars i'm like okay and when i went to pay she's like uh yeah dad i don't want your money (laughs) whoa that's so nice and I think that maybe, like, the combination of, like, looking like things are really falling apart made her, like, do this, like, kind of charitable act. But we agreed that I would come back with more repairs and she could add the money to it. But Yeah. And, like, tell me where this place is. Yeah, I'll go. Jay needs a pair of his jeans fixed. And I'm like, oh, yeah, she's great. There were two other places on Canby and there I had used one before and had not had, like, a terrible experience. But I got, like, weird, like, attitude and... Mm. I don't want pants attitude. It's just yeah. uh, Mrs. Ray's dry cleaner on 16th and Canby. Okay, I'll check. And it like out. I've been passing by for years, and she she will dry clean my huge wool blanket for twenty six dollars. She said, oh. which is great. And yeah, Sounds I've got all great. these dresses that are a little bit too long, like they just hit me in a weird spot. And I, whenever I wear them, I feel like Mrs. Roper, which is cool. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was a retail dream. It was really sweet of her. But it also felt like, ugh, it's this idiot. Like, Well, it, I think that's nice. Like when I used to be a customer at a store that I eventually wound up working at, there was this employee who was lovely. He, RIP, is no longer with us. And he would just sometimes randomly out of the blue just be like, no, it's free today. And it would just be Aww. like a little thing that was yeah. $5. It would just be like a movie rental or whatever. And it, you know... I had my stamp card and I would be like, this isn't like my fifth or my 10th stamp. Like it's, it's not. And he's like, no, your money's no good to me today. Like, you know, just like sometimes you just, and you know, when I worked there afterwards, yeah, you make the call sometimes. And it's just like, it's totally, you know, it can just be the person was having a rough day or like you just had a nice little interaction. And I'm like, to me, that was worth $5. So like, yeah, I, I love little moments like that. It's lovely. And yeah, like once I'm comfortable someplace, like I just go there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I had been looking I'm, for I'm a quite place. Loyal. Like I always take my jeans downtown to the great place in Pacific Center. I've always had amazing experiences there. Great customer service, really fast, but I don't have anywhere in the neighborhood to go. Um, yeah, and now it's I nice do. to support something in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she's going to retire before I get back. Yeah. <laughs> I love having like things in my neighborhood. I grew up in Fort McMurray. So like it wasn't very walkable. It's not a very walkable city, or at least it wasn't when I lived there. And yeah, just the idea that I have like a little coffee shop around the corner. Like I still I've lived in Vancouver for, I think, 12 years. And I still am just like, I love that I have a little corner store at 16th and Oak and yeah. the woman at this store knows me because I always go in at seven in the morning and like they're you know, part like, of our community yeah I know I love that it's, I was gonna <laughs> say like something about Jessica's character and I think my character and, and and perhaps yours as well Amber one of the things that has been difficult during the pandemic is I'm sort of like an acts of service friend like mm. I love to do things for other people and I think Jessica's like that and mm-hmm. um we don't get to like just help do things for people or be nice to people in these kind of micro ways that you do in like the community when you're out and about and yeah like if it's just knowing yeah the person you're getting your coffee from and having that moment or helping somebody with I've their bags or groceries 
I think that I think COVID has like made it more pronounced, but I'm the person who like is getting is like buying a shirt and to the person ringing it up. I'm like, oh, didn't mean to buy a shirt today. Do you think the color is good? Like I'm like chatty and I never would have really guessed that I was a chatty person. But, you know, I don't want to like I'm having emotions and thoughts about how I'm like treating myself. And so my friend's not there. I'm just going to talk to the salesperson. <laughs> that's great though. Which is, yeah. yeah, that's, I don't know. That's life, man. That's. Yeah. Sometimes they're not open to it, but then sometimes I'm like, oh my God, you're my best friend. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. I love that though. Like retail dreams. Retail dreams. Retail it's dream. one of the great things about working in a store is you get to meet and like hang out and have mm-hmm. these little, like little tiny moments with somebody. So yeah, you tell them. Jessica did. Oh, Sorry, I just took a screenshot because I have like rainbows <laughs> reflecting yeah. all around me right now. And also Amber has like the light Stripes. through the blinds coming in on her face. And I'm just like worrying that it's going to be blinding you. Yeah, eventually. I have been aware of that. Are you doing okay, Amber? I'm doing okay. I think I'm okay. I should have just closed it fully. But if you need to put on sunglasses, that's fine. <laughs> just wearing sunglasses yeah, inside. Like weekend at Bernie style. <laughs> Great, maybe. I've never seen that movie. I feel like <gasps> scared to watch it. I don't know it. if it's aged well. Yeah, yeah it might not have it feels, aged well. Because isn't it like a dead guy and then it's also like still, even though he's dead, still manages to like be sexist or like. Yeah, now I'm actually remembering some points and I'm like, yeah, that might not have aged yeah. well. I'm pretty sure there's certain a movies lady like, visit him. Oh, God. I like, he's dead. I haven't seen that movie and I've never seen like Porky's and all those things that people are like, oh, they're like 80s classics. And I'm sort of like, I think I'm Things have changed a lot. Yeah. 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 Like I've seen enough like teen sex romps that I'm like, do I need to see another scene where it's like guys spying on women changing clothes? I don't I don't think so. I think I I know it pretty well. (laughs) As like a 10 year old, I loved Weekend at Bernie's because it's like, they're walking around a dead guy. Like it was great. (laughs) You can appreciate it on that level. Like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I also realize I haven't like watched a movie in like over a month, which I think Mm. that's probably the longest that's ever gone for me wow it's weird there's just so much good tv right now and Mm also i love tv i've been playing (laughs) a lot of zelda so that's really i think i've played like over 100 hours of this game now which i don't know if i've played anything for this long it's wild we got um I don't have a retail nightmare, but I'm just going to tell this brief story. I guess this is a retail dream because it was a purchase. Let's say I'm going to, I'm going to, this is very, this is a stretch, but (laughs) so there's this game I've talked about before on the podcast, Zelda Breath of the Wild. It's a few years old. It's for Nintendo Switch and it's like open world game. And you're just, you're Link, you're this little elf guy, you're exploring around, you can climb mountains, you can go swimming, you can find crystals, pick mushrooms, like find frogs. Like it's beautiful. And it's like the sun is setting and there's all there's like glaciers and there's desert and there's jungle and swamp and whatever but there's this like online bonus expansion pack content or whatever you can get and one of the things and we got that jay got it yesterday one of the things that it shows you is the path that you've taken throughout the game Mm. and so jay Jay, I, i know i love that but like jay finished the game before i started playing and then i've been playing it i'm i'm like halfway through but i'm taking so much longer and Jay said before that it's like when he watches me play, it's like watching Link play if he had ADHD. 
And so we compared Jay's map to my map. And Jay's is very <laughs> direct. Like he just goes places. And mine is like just a wiggly line. Like I'm just like, it's like, you know, those horrible videos where it's like, we gave this ant LSD. And instead right. of like it doing its normal path. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's me. But I have seen a lot more of the world than Jay has. And he's like, oh, he's like, when you compare the two, like mine seems, seems more boring. I was like, well, it's not. It's just like how your brain is organized. But I also like, I am like, well, I want to see every little tiny corner. And like, I'm going to climb all these trees. Maybe there's a, a bird's nest in one of these trees. But yeah, I'm still only uh, halfway through. And so I'm like, I guess I'm going to play for another hundred hours. That's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. I wish like a book would last that long or. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like it's something you just really feel like I read a great book last month and I was messaging with a friend and she had said that she's really into some YA novels and she's like, I'm such a loser. And I'm like, why are you a loser to enjoy? Like somebody wrote about why romance novels are so great for women. It's like they're the center of the story. They're not being victimized. They're not being brutalized. They're not being treated like badly. They're not, it's not about misogyny a mm -hmm. lot of the time. So it's a rare time that a woman can consume media where she's not being like killed. Or objectified. Such a good point. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, like why can't you just read a bunch of books that were meant for a younger age range, but where good things are happening and it's inspiring and you're into it. Like you don't have to yeah. be miserable in your like media consumption. My friend on Instagram, like at the end of December, she posted like, I've read X number of books and it was some impressive number. Like maybe, I don't think five. it was a hundred. It was yeah, five. I was like, holy shit. Um, <laughs> it was, you know, it was probably like 50. That's a lot. And then she, she said that a lot of them were um, like R.L. Stein books and like, you know, old school nostalgia goosebumps and stuff. And I had a second to be like, oh, that's not a real book. And then I was like, why? Like, one, I'm a snob. But I was like, that's fine. Why do I definitely put the pressure on myself to be like, I have to read something brilliant and the 700 pages, yeah. the classics, and it'll be so intelligent. And it's like, no, just read for fun. Yeah. And I mean, if that's R.L. Stein, go for it. Yeah, just read, like, do what you want. Like, I, I also have, like, guilt over being like, oh, I'm becoming such a deadbeat. I'm playing this video game so much. Like, ugh. I don't have a job and I'm just like playing this video game. But then it's also like if it's making you happy and it's also like I can't actually go out and do all the things I want to do. Mm -hmm. So I might as well go into this little fantasy world. And it's a much better world than like the metaverse, right? Like Oof, yeah. we've like we're I am completely addicted to social media and it is wasting my life. Like I have yeah. been on Facebook since 2008 and like it has a, like had such a terrible impact on my life and I'm not even doing as badly as a lot of people, but it's uh that world is no fun. Your world of Zelda is wonderful. That's pretty great. So if you're going to spend your time, like I probably spend like three hours a day on social media. Oh wow. I could be Ugh. in like, and I don't even realize it. Like stop. it's just always there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So your world sounds great. I also, I have five horses in the game. <laughs> Okay, Bye. here we go. Horse information. <laughs> Get to name all my horses. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I don't know. It's fun. But it's also like, yeah, I need to just like stop. Because I don't feel like I judge other people, but then I'll be too harsh on myself. And mm -hmm. I'm like, why can't I just feel the it's same It's sort of like your way? puzzle thing, though, Jessica. Like, you love it. So do it. Like, yeah. there's no... What are you like? That's what are you true. waiting for? I do. I like, I have a goal for myself that I want to do one puzzle a month. 
Uh, nice. And the next puzzle I'm going to do is actually from Ember's mom. I'm really excited. <laughs> oh, wow, that's so okay, nice. facilitated by me. I should have just like t- connected you and my mom. No, my mom and Jessica it. are exchanging puzzles. <laughs> she did one of yours and she said it was the, so fun. Not oh. too hard, not too easy. So fun. I love <laughs> I was it. like, yay. That makes me so happy. It's so cute. Yeah. Huh. She's, I know she's getting two very soon and soon there will be more that you can borrow from oh her God. or whatever. I have so many. The puzzle library is growing. Yeah. Going to take over. Okay, I life. have another, I have another story. Do we have time for me to tell a serving story? Yeah, let's do yes, a serving please. story. Okay. Then let's do two, let's do two of the segments. Yeah. Segments. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Anything to stop me from talking about Zelda. I did three stories, <laughs> which is rare. Okay, but this one is also, this one's not like super long either, That's okay. but it was just unhinged behavior from a customer. So I used to work again on White Ave in university, but I had more experience serving. So I think I liked it more. And I worked at this place called Marietta's. It's gone now. And um, it was underneath a hotel and we did room service and stuff, but we sometimes, you know, we'd get a lot of hotel guests there. And I was intimidated by the wine and like uncorking wine at the table. So I always worked the breakfast shift. (laughs) That was like my, I was the breakfast person. And one day this man came in and he was like an older man, mm. kind of eccentric. He's, he got, got there super early. Like he was like the first person in the restaurant. And he had one of those really complicated orders where it was like, I want toast, but I want it dry. And can I get <laughs> one egg medium and one poached hard? And, you know, like he just had so many like modifications, which is fine. One of the things he had was his own tea bag. Whoa. And, you know, that's fine. So he handed me this tea bag and I got him the water and whatever. And then when he left, he was a pretty hands-on customer. But again, that's fine. When he left, he said something about, he said something and all I caught was that he would be back tomorrow. And I was like, cool, see you tomorrow. And then he tipped like a dollar. But again, fine. Yeah. (laughs) And then the next day, he must have said something else and I just missed it. But anyways, doesn't matter. The next day he comes back and he again has like a pretty complicated order. And then he's like, and tea. And I was like, okay, like what kind of tea? And he was like, my tea. Oh, no. And I was like, okay. (laughs) I was like, okay. And then (sighs) I like, (laughs) I don't remember exactly, but... It came out that he was like, you threw out my tea bag. Oh, my God. (laughs) I was like, yeah, this is actually a restaurant that operates around the clock, basically. (sighs) And like, of course, I threw out your tea bag. Like, I cleared your table and threw out your tea bag. And he was so mad. He (gasps) asked to speak to my manager, who was really nice and like, of course, had my back because that's ridiculous. But he was basically like this is my digestive tea and I told her I'd be back tomorrow and that's not whatever. how tea works though like again I was just like why would a restaurant like if anything you should have taken the tea bag back yeah. like why would you think that's safe through multiple shifts just like sitting in a cup on the back or like where am I, where am I keeping your tea bag sir and so yeah he was really you mad just bring a fucking thermos with his like if he's gonna be this weird just bring your own tea yeah. Or like take the tea bag back. Like you wouldn't have even have noticed if you were clearing the plates afterwards yeah. that the tea bag was missing. Like no. that's so cuz can you imagine I guess he wouldn't want to like have a used tea bag, dry it out and then give it That's so weird. Also like It was dude, so 
absurd. <laughs> I was just like, and to say it in passing, as like we've probably already like cleared the table in the process yeah. of thinking about all the other things. All I remember is him saying, I'll be back tomorrow and me being like, see you tomorrow. And then I remember my manager coming to the back and being like, did he give you a tea bag? I was like, yeah, I guess so. But like, (laughs) why would I assume that is the action to take? And uh, yeah, that was I like that job. Less nightmares, but also like you can't really use an herbal tea bag twice. I remember it being super weird, like. Again, this was years ago, and I could have, like, false memories, but I feel like there was, like, twigs in it. And we all have a little box of laxative tea that we're hiding, (laughs) and that's for private use when needed. I remember looking at it and being like, what the fuck? Like, it was probably, like, a cinnamon stick or something, but I was like, this is weird. Weird. (laughs) Yeah. That's... Yeah, Yeah, I've even tried because like sometimes I mean, certain teas are more potent than others. Sometimes you're like, I can stretch this tea bag like I can refill the teapot with some more boiling water and like at home. I like that kind of ghost of tea water, too. Like, I do love it. Like the second round is like kind of just faintly tastes like tea. But if it's like a Bengal spice or like a lemon zinger or like, you know, like those, the potent teas that like can get too strong if you let it steep too long. But that even then the second time around, if he's looking for some sort of medicinal effect, like you're not going to get the same. And like, you know what? All that's fine. Again, like where did did he think I was keeping the tea bag for 24 hours in a functioning restaurant? Like Like in a hermetically sealed cubby that has his name (laughs) and room number or whatever. I'm picturing it in a cup, like on the back counter, which someone would have thrown out a hundred times over being like, what's this? You're also not there 24 hours a day to guard his tea bag. And he was so mad and he was so mad. The beauty of being a regular is that you are easygoing. Yeah. Like I want to go to a place where I can just have a meal and feel, enjoy the space and know where everything is and not feel anxious Mm -hmm. and not give anyone a hard time. And know that the next time I go there, same thing, they know what to expect from me. I'm not going to bring my own fucking tea. You're not burdening anyone. You're just like, you're not a gift to the establishment. He wasn't Like he was there twice. That's it. (laughs) Maybe he would have been back more if I had been a better server. But I was like, yeah, good times. An ideal situation is you sort of like blend into the rhythm of the staff and like you're not like a you know sticking out and making everything difficult and asking for the manager and like (laughs) yeah there's no way that you don't come off as like a total maniac and like even if it had just been the tea but I remember it was like dry toast like I can't remember all the things but it was very like he didn't want anything in the menu he wanted like toast is too wet multiple pieces compiled into his own little meal (laughs) it's like that's fine too you know if the restaurant's not busy and you have dietary restrictions like go for it but like he just seemed like he'd never been to a restaurant before (laughs) maybe he's an alien yeah yeah maybe that was the tea that he needed to take to get back home or to breathe the air in our atmosphere Mm -hmm. in that case i'm sorry you know, that was hey, first contact. Fuck around and, and find out, right? <laughs> that was our only chance to ascend to a like higher state of enlightenment as a yeah. species. So, why'd you pick Marietta's on white? Like, mm. why would you pick anywhere? Yeah, yeah. That's my that's my top. I'm glad serving you, nightmare. You, yeah, you shared that because that yeah. is bonkers. And also, yeah. like White Ave is. <sighs> so someone, this is a great. If you know White Ave, someone once told me White Ave is like a bizarro universe 
where Evanescence was the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> like and it's like, somehow that's right. <laughs> and yeah, it's still, it's like yeah. A little bit goth inspired. Everything's like a bit goth. <laughs> I'm just like kind of trashy. It, yeah. Like, yeah, kind of trashy. I've played some shows at bars just off of white on tour. And the thing that I always, I don't know if this was while you were living in Edmonton, but the thing that I always remember is there's like a public toilet on like a prominent corner but it's like one of the walls is glass open so you can just see into it and like you can see where the urinals are Mm -hmm. and if someone's peeing at the urinal like you can just see their back while you're walking on the street and it's not like you have to look at the exact right moment it's like a full like i think there's like maybe three or four urinals next to each other you could see them all and it's like that's but they had to do that because otherwise people would just be like peeing on the street you know, after yeah. they get out of the bars and clubs or whatever. Um, it's wild. Where there's no good solutions. Why have? <laughs> yeah. But making it clear. I don't. Yeah, that's so yeah. it's bizarre. And I remember one of my bandmates was like, well, I'm just going to pee here. And I was like, but I can see you. Like, how is this better? Like, what's happening? I need to leave. I know the exact one. It's on like Gateway Boulevard. It's like I orange think. and clear yeah. and like brushed stainless steel or something it's so weird it's like is this an art piece i don't know like who who okayed this like this is made by like with city money like it's so well they do have like a giant graffiti thing downtown now that says take a risk it's the most edmonton thing you can do which i could talk about a lot but maybe that's like it was a risk it's very edmonton take a risk have a piss yeah (laughs) take a risk in the toilet wow 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 yeah so amber you have a worst present from a family member the worst present ever from a family member the worst present ever from a family member i have a worst present from a family member and it happened years ago and it was memorable (laughs) so first let me preface if my mom ever listens to this i'm sorry i'm telling this story publicly because she's gonna feel really bad and i've told her before and she felt awful Uh but when we were kids i have two older siblings we were like a really busy household and you know we always had activities on the go and i was probably like 13 i'm gonna say it's 13 because i feel like it was a big birthday which 13 feels big when you're turning 13 and I was doing a play at the community college. And and I think my mom was involved too. She was involved with some of them. But like we were all really busy and had like tech week and whatever right over my birthday. And my mom's not a big gift giver. Like she doesn't care. She couldn't care less. <laughs> so it was my birthday. And I was like, where's my present? Oh, and oh, I should mention on my like I was involved with this community theater show, but I was backstage because I was super cool like that. I was a 13 year old on the tech crew. <laughs> didn't, <laughs> didn't make the show, um, but helping backstage. And yeah, like it was my birthday. And my mom's like, we're rushing around after school before rehearsal. And she's like, oh, here, I got you this. And she hands me a flashlight. <laughs> oh, wow. <gasps> Oh no. <laughs> just a for flashlight. Th- for a 13-year-old <laughs> girl, like, just what every girl dreams of when they become just a teenager. What I was thinking about for months leading up to my birthday. Yeah. So you've been putting out pictures of it, putting it on the fridge. Yeah, hints. totally. Dropping all the hints. Signaling to her from backstage when the when the stage lights are down, being like at Morse code, like, I love you, mom. Yeah. And I think at the t- 
time I was like, oh, okay. Like, I don't think I threw a fit about it or anything, but it always stuck with me because it was just so defeating. Like, I was just like, that's my birthday present. And then a few years ago, I like teased her about it. And she was like beside herself, like almost in tears being like, I'm sorry, I was doing my best. I was like, I know, I know. It's funny though. Like a 13 year old girl. That is so... I'm, I'm, I'm finally a teenager, right? Like 13 and... Yeah. And now flashlight. you're old enough to have your own flashlight. <laughs> yeah, it's a big responsibility. Do you remember, like, what it looked like? Was it, like... Yes. Yes. It was... I honestly wonder if I still have it. It was, like, one of the twisty ones. Like, was twist like on, a, not, a like, a mag button. light? Like, it was, was a mag light. The metal ones? Yeah. Nice. And it was black, and it was, like, just a little black, shine a light, twist on, twist off. Okay. Pretty I useful. Have, I have a red one. And I, I still have it. And it's like, I remember thinking like Maglite was the cool flashlight to get. <laughs> so at least cool you got flashlight. like the trendy one. Because I remember like, I think it was in the X-Files. They would always have those big ones, mm-hmm. like the giant thick ones. And when they'd be like walking through North Van or whatever in the <laughs> totally. rainy mist, they'd be like shining the flashlight. And I'd be like, oh, that looks cool. So mm-hmm. I mean, but not for your birthday. Like maybe not if you're going for camping. <laughs> Like, like, get me a teen people magazine and that's like better, you know, like, again, it's like lip smackers. (laughs) Oh, my God. I I love love lip smackers. Okay. What was your favorite flavor? Flavorite favor. Mine was Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. Yeah. I was going to say root beer. I think mine was the um, pink lemonade was my favorite. Mm. Did you ever have a friend or maybe you were the friend who wore them on a necklace? I definitely got like, some ah. that were that were on the necklace, but then probably never wore it like that. Yeah, because it would probably like get caught on something and fall off. They should still make those. Like, I feel like I would be at shoppers, you know, buying things I didn't intend to, like Alicia, and be like, "Yeah, I need this pink lemonade." Yeah, I will buy any lip balms, and I probably have like I'm six of them on the go now. I only let myself have one on the go at a time. That's smart. I have one by the bed, one by the couch, one in my purse, and probably like four in the bathroom. Every bag, my work desk, my home desk, bedroom, like everywhere I normally am has one. Those lips are going to be slick. (laughs) Do we potato? Yeah. Potato. Potatoes. Potato business. Do you cut it into fries? Do you bake it into pie? Potato business. So your description said like, do you have strong feelings about potatoes? Yeah. And I do. And maybe this isn't, maybe it's not like a hot take, but I think potato is my favorite food. (laughs) That's great. Mashed potatoes, garlic mashed potatoes, baked potato, fries, chips, scallop potatoes, uh just hash browns and hash browns this morning like so versatile never (laughs) bad like have Mm -hmm. i ever had a bad potato dish i love potato salad oh Oh my god potato salad you're like you're lighting up like as soon as you start talking (laughs) about potatoes like your eyes like you're just you're brighter do you always have potatoes in your house surprisingly not like, yeah, I make them, but not constantly. They're so good, though. Like, does anyone come on here and say they're not? 
their favorite it's okay food. To, like, there's not everyone's a hundred percent into potatoes. Jessica's uh, like she's okay with potatoes. I'm fine with potatoes, but they're not like you grew like, up. You're a rice kid. I mm. yeah, we never really had potatoes That's at home. A potato home. kid. Jay also wasn't in like a potato household. And if I make potato leek soup, I obviously have to buy potatoes. But like, it's not. I'm not buying them that often. And. Uh, the aforementioned uh, S.A. Otawo, who's I've been helping her organize, she has been giving me a bunch of stuff that she's like, oh, take this home with you. Like, I won't finish it. Like, these are stale. Like, she's she's very particular. These are about, stale. You take them. Yeah. Well, she the thing is, I don't think they're stale. Like, she mm-hmm. has like a higher staleness uh, or like I have a higher staleness threshold or something. Or I just like can't pass up free food, even if it's. But, so she gave us like a, a few bags of chips and there were like corn chips and potato and I'm just so much like when I when I try a potato after corn I'm like oh it just it's like it's too thin it's like not enough like I need the the corn presence but I'm not like <laughs> I'm not gonna say no to chips or you know like it's more like yeah. I get I get them like when I'm at a restaurant or something but I'm not like anti-potato. I'm not. I don't. I'm pretty I'm, sure I tweeted like two years ago. Like potatoes are my favorite food because <laughs> it was when I realized chips were potatoes. You know, really had a moment and I was like, God, is there anything they can't do? You only realized that two years ago, <laughs> and you're <laughs> like, in charge of on, children's <laughs> education. Yeah. Yeah. Let's write a letter to that school. <laughs> the next day, you're like, kids, I gotta. <laughs> everyone, close your textbooks. <laughs> This is, I got a special Have you ever heard of potatoes? <laughs> Hold a raw potato? You just go up to the board, draw a big oval. And you're like, what is this? The backbone of society. Truly. You, you Truly. teach potato studies. Well, I teach social studies and sometimes we talk about the potato famine and I do take the opportunity to talk about potatoes. Yeah. You're like, this is a really bad time in history because people didn't have potatoes. I know. That's essentially... They also didn't have fish because the British took them all. Mm. Um, They were starved to death. That's why I can come in. Want me to come in and ruin it? (laughs) Please. Um, (laughs) I am a huge potato fan as well and I have a potato gripe. And that is, um, I don't, I go in waves. This is like the, the, um, rest in peace. And I bought some potatoes thinking, oh, like these potatoes and onions are going to last a long time. The onions came in a little net bag. So I put them in a dark cupboard along with the potatoes. And then a week later, the potatoes had all sprouted. And I read on the bag that the plastic bag said, please like transfer to like a cardboard box or a paper bag but I'd never seen that before and I was so mad at myself because I I was able to to save most of the potatoes and make mashed potatoes everybody round of applause um for me thank you and so this time I ordered potatoes and put them right in a paper bag so I'm more hopeful that when I go to use them later today that they won't be uh sprouted trying to escape their own bodies it's gross when that happens like, it's not gross, gross, but it's... Just... It's, like, kind of body horror. Yeah. But the problem is, is, like, you can't eat a soft potato. No. And that's, like, dangerous. So I would always am constantly Googling things to make sure I'm not killing myself while cooking alone during this pandemic. Yeah. Like, there's been some real yep. pink chicken in my life this year, too, where I'm like, oh, no. fuck, what am I doing wrong? Anyways. Like, to touch on the rotten rest in peas, like... 
once you decide something is off in your fridge, like I should just throw it out that minute. Cause once I'm like, hmm, that hummus has been in there a few days. It's like, it's over for that hummus. I'm never going back to it, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's tough. I want to take out everything from my fridge tomorrow morning and like clean the whole fridge, which I haven't done in a while. Are you sure you don't want help? I just did that and I'm like, I could I'm never. Raring to I go. <laughs> no, no. It's like a, it's too private. Like cleanliness, house stuff, that like, uh, I did have a, another ADHD realization this morning when I was walking the dog and like figuring this out at this age is not bad, but it's not great. But it took me an hour to do 20 minutes of work this morning in my living room. Because if I don't set a timer, I don't have like, I don't focus on it. And I have had like absolute meltdowns in like relationships where the parents are coming and we have to clean. But like, I'm so overwhelmed at the thought of it that we've had like massive blow ups or I've had company coming, like my dad coming in. It's like, it's overwhelming for me because I don't have a sense of order. And I was like, oh yeah, that's just how your brain works. And you didn't know that until uh, four and a half weeks ago. Well, it's so hard to like, even still, like I've, you know, I've known I have had ADHD for half my life, but it's more than half my life, but it's still so hard to prioritize. Like say, say you've got someone coming over and you're like, okay, I've got this amount of time. I can clean, but then you get like hung up on the small detail of organizing organizing something little, which like won't even matter and the person Mm. won't even see it. And then you're like, oh, fuck, I need to do the rest of like I have to dust my whole house and vacuum and do all the dishes. And like, yeah, it's yeah. And everyone's like, make a list. And I'm like, I could, you know, I make a million lists and it's all dependent on if my brain is going to remember or decide I want to like, do it at the time like I yeah, can bring a yeah. grocery store list to the grocery store but I may not in that moment value it I'm just like I gotta get the fuck out of here or if you're the other thing is like time yeah. like I'm a real stickler for being people being late or timing and I realize that's because like when I have something to do like it has to be at that time that I expected to do it like the podcast being at two today I was like well the whole day revolves around that thing at two everything else that. is just like I don't, like just this like I feel that so strongly not I, like I don't believe nor have I ever been diagnosed with ADHD but if I have something my whole day if I have something at 4 p.m. I'm just like five more hours till I have that thing yeah. to do four and a half more hours like it just consumes my day yeah. I like talk to my therapist about it because it's like it actually interferes with my life because I'm like, oh, I've got two hours till I'm meeting that person. I better just sit here and wait. <laughs> yeah, like, no, totally. It's funny. So tough. I like my dad was never diagnosed with ADHD in his lifetime, but in retrospect, uh, my mom and I were like, oh, he for sure had it. And the thing we always joke about is like he was a musician and he would do like weddings and you know events and that sort of thing. And we all, we would always like laugh because this one time he he was like watching TV or something and just like relaxing. And then he goes, I only have four hours until I have to leave. And it was like, he was in a panic and we were all like, yeah, that's like the longest time. But he was all of a sudden like up and like manic and running around and like trying to pick out an outfit, which like, you know, it didn't take him four hours to get ready, but it was like that exact feeling of just like, you know, four hours can go like that if you're not, you know, planning your time or whatever it's yeah time is weird and it's wiggly and like yesterday I didn't even 
like I had my um, text notifications turned off on my watch like I normally. So Ember texted me at like five and I didn't see it until like 830 or something. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, how is it 830? Like, I can never turn off my notifications because then time <laughs> just slips by. Yeah. Time's weird. Mm-hmm. Should we Peppo of the Week? Yeah. Peppo. You know what's not weird? Okay, mine comes with a picture, and I do know this is an audio medium, but I can show you two. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we can post it on the Patreon or something. Oh, yeah, totally. Do I go first? If you yeah. want. Okay, I just want to, you reminded me, I did have um, potato business. Oh, and it's oh just, potato um, business. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. It's very brief. Also, just Amber trying to find a picture of a puppo on her phone reminded me. Uh, my friend Megan from the internet sent me some potato business, and it's just that there's a cat named Mr. Potato. Oh, he's beautiful. <laughs> I love that. Not Mr., just like MR, like capital MR. So, like, is it Mr. Potato or MR Potato? Hmm. Uh, and it's just a, a cat in her neighborhood. In LA. I love that. I want to meet that, Mr. Potato. Anyway, please proceed with your Puppo Emperor. Okay, Puppo of the Week. I had a hard time thinking of it. Not that I don't have cute things happen, but I guess I just don't appreciate them or like (laughs) register them into my long term memory. So I am a teacher and I mostly work like almost exclusively with grade 11s and grade 12s at the moment. So, you know, they're like, you gotta, they like to push it and they think that they are very responsible. And here's the thing like, (laughs) they drive so yeah anyways this kid is late often and I was kind of giving him shit because he's late all the time and then I got this email (laughs) and it says I apologize I'm going to be late this morning I had to spend 30 minutes looking for these two as they managed to get into the garage as I was leaving and hid and then he sent me a picture of him holding a cat, and then there's another cat by his feet down there. I don't know if I'm pointing. Oh, I've they, they look like kittens. Too. <laughs> Anyone hold a cat like that? Like it's That's a so sandwich funny. or something. And I, I just because he had I, to take a picture. Yeah. So he was like, and so was funny. he telling the truth? Who knows, right? He's late all the time. But the fact that he was like, oh, shit, I better send it with a picture of the cats walking around. (laughs) I thought it was so cute that he, like, included a photo. And if it's a lie, it's almost better that he was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be late. Uh, uh, Cats, come here. And he, like, herded the cats and took a picture of the cats. Holding that, like, in the left hand. It must be like a kitten because that's small. They are. They're kittens. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the size of that in this kid's hand. Maybe this kid is big. I, that's like, I love that. He is that. pretty tall, but that's the thing. It's like he's holding, he, I guess his family got two kittens, which is a cute to think about him, like this giant grade 12 walking, like Four dealing kittens. with kittens. And they hit on him and he like had to be late for school and like, the fact that he included the picture is just like, yeah. well, it's hard to be mad. <laughs> yeah, that makes it yeah, worth it. he's doing it, a good almost. thing. And if he had not sent the picture and it was just like, oh, I, I had to find the cats, right? Like, it wouldn't be nearly no. as, like, ah, Even if you tried to show you the photo, like, in person, like, you'd be like, I'm in the middle of a lesson or whatever. And that's yeah. so funny because that technology didn't exist when i was in school and trying to explain why i was late was <laughs> just never re- getting an email being like late what's this and then he's attached a picture of him with puppies or kittens is just like so innocent and a good reminder that teenagers are cute and small little kids trapped in big kids bodies yeah, yeah for sure in cars yeah. sometimes driving in cars yeah <laughs> terrifying 
Yeah, that's my papo. So cute. Good papo. Papo's all around. Alicia, who is your papo? Uh, my papo is Hank. He is ah. so cute. He does not want to hang out in the house when it's sunny. And mm. I, I respect that. So I'm looking forward to getting him back outside. Same. I felt bad for scheduling this for when it was a sunny afternoon and making it's the sunniest all be afternoon. <laughs> Jessica, how about you? I had a weird thing happen the other day. Uh, Jay and I were inside in our apartment and we heard a sound out by our balcony and uh, it was a person with oh. an animal on a leash. I assumed it was a dog, but then I looked and it was a ferret. That was oh, it. a ferret wow. on a leash trying to get like sniffing around our balcony. And I think maybe trying to get underneath our balcony because as loyal listeners will know, there's like a little almost den like space underneath our balcony where animals like to go hang out. Cats, skunks, Fun. raccoons, squirrels. They all go down there. Yes, Alicia. What the <laughs> fuck was somebody doing that close to your apartment? I don't know. I assume they are a neighbor and live nearby, but people like... Our balcony is in a spot where like people assume that they can walk through to the alley, but they can't. So quite no, often we'll like get people down. walking and then t- like, cause I'll sometimes cut through there and just like, instead of going through the lobby and having to put on a mask, I'll just like hop over my balcony and mm-hmm. knock on the door and Jay lets me in. I did that recently one time and uh, all of a sudden I heard leaves crunching and I turned behind me and there was just a guy right behind me and he was like, sorry, can I get through here? And I was like, no. And he's like, oh, I just saw you going here. And I was like, I live here. This is my home. Like, (laughs) yes, Alicia. (laughs) It's so strange that people don't see apartment dwellers as private yeah, homes, like, you, know? you like, would never go up to a house and stand right next to a window and let your dog pee or poo. But it's yeah, yeah people do feel differently about apartment buildings. And it's weird. Yeah. When I used to live on the ground floor, people used to cut right by my window and I'd be like, excuse me, I'm half yeah. naked. Like, yeah. Um, Amber, do you have any live shows coming up? Well, just announced, I think on Thursday. I'm in a group called Little Mountain Improv, and mm-hmm. obviously, as uh, your listeners probably know, because probably so many people have complained about it, Little Mountain Gallery closed. Um, so we were venueless, but that was okay because it timed out well with Omicron. Um, and we're going to start up our show March 1st at the Tightrope Theater on Main oh, yeah. Street in Vancouver. Amazing. That's, so That's exciting. great. I'm so happy I know. you found a new space. I know. We're excited. I kind of can't believe I'm going back to have having another weekly commitment (laughs) but it's always the best so i'm really excited yeah we just announced that this week yeah that's exciting that's amazing let me know what you think of that venue i was eyeing it but yeah i've never been in i've never been in so i'll let you know right after march 1st um so you can find that i would say the easiest way is our instagram it's little improv and you can creep our photos and there's a link to tickets on that Instagram. Nice. Amazing. That's probably the best way. Yeah. Awesome. Congratulations on getting yeah. a piece yeah. of your life back. The, re- yeah, I'm happy. the return of laughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all need it. <sighs> we do all need it. Hopefully times get more normal yeah. in a safe way and not a trucker way. <laughs> no, <laughs> not a, not an ignorant not way. Not a use your yeah. children as human shields way. Whoa. Jessica. <laughs> yes. What about you? Uh, I have no prospects, but if people want to buy some merch, they can go to our shop, 
retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. If you've got extra money burning a hole in your pocket and you don't know what to do with it, you can support us on Patreon. Heck yeah. No pressure whatsoever. There's lots of bonus stuff on there. We're going to be putting a bonus episode up there pretty soon. Uh, I'm very excited about that, but it's also secret who the guest is Ooh. for now. We have not announced. So yeah, that's patreon.com slash retail nightmares. And yeah, just to be good to each other. I don't know. Alicia, how about you? <laughs> if you want to buy my book, please do. Yeah. Uh, say a little sense Alicia, what. I just gifted your book for a secret Santa present. Oh, nice. oh, that's so sweet. I love it. And I was like, you know, what's like a kind of help multiple people out? So I gifted your book. It's great. I love oh, thanks. it. Thanks, that's bud. Perfect. I feel really shy now. Um, you can follow me Sorry. on Twitter. Uh, don't follow me on Instagram. I don't I don't think I've got a real plan around that. Uh, unless you want to. Yeah, don't even bother. I'm not doing anything with those accounts. <laughs> Amber, Wow. I can't believe it that you've finally been on the show. I know. Um, I come it. back anytime you, you like. Um, really and thanks so much for spending your afternoon with us thank yeah. you for having me I honestly I know we've been recording for a long time but there's so many things that I could have like gone on about for hours so yeah, and that's why like you we'll just have, have to come back, back. yes yeah we'll so thank you, you so much and thanks for dealing yeah. with my tech issues and oh, yeah it's been a joy gosh. it's thank a part you. of the initiation yeah um, welcome to weird wiggly future yeah. world the metaverse and for our listeners I, I echo what jessica says find find people to be nice to and be nice to them it will make you feel good yeah bye we love you all bye bye, bye.